Spirit and Brewery. And I got myself a cup of tea. Uh, I have wait, one, two, three, four, five tabs open, or or not tabs, rather windows open, that we're going to bounce between. Can you hear me, everyone? Hello, <laughs> welcome, welcome, one and all. Nice to see everyone here. Hello. Uh, yeah, two minutes late. That's it's because uh, because I was having tech issues. YouTube is being tremendously, um, uh, well, I don't know what the word is, broken. It's being very broken. Let's bring my big face here. Hello. Hello, everyone. Oh, how are we all? Are we all well? I have tea. Uh, I hope everyone is here with tea uh, or, or other hot beverages or indeed cool beverages if you're not such a hot beverage fan. Um, lovely. Got my nice hot Scott Rail tea. Do I have any other Scott Rail paraphernalia behind me? Uh, no, I, I don't really do a... Should get more Scott Rail paraphernalia. Alex Hines, if you're watching, can you send me some Scott Scott Rail paraphernalia? Um, oh, I need to. I need to. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm not paying attention to or thinking about the the bingo. Let's keep the bingo chat not too much in the in the. Let's keep the admin and bingo chat down to a minimum in the uh, in the live chat. Keep it on the Discord, if only because it means I can keep an eye on the questions and we can generally focus on the. Uh, on our little journey. So yeah, new 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 trial format for Rail Natter. How long have I been nattering now? Two minutes. Well, uh, <laughs> what can I say? Uh, well, quite a lot as it happens. We're going to go on a journey. Let's get get my little. Let's let's go back here. So we're going to have a little journey to whiskey country, or at least one of the whiskey countries. Um, LJ Corky's off to do some ballast bashing. Uh, oh, that's that's fun. So. Uh, yeah, YouTube is bad, Lewis. It's very bad. This is my favourite whiskey that I've never tried. I've still to find a bottle and drink it, but it has a train on it and it's purple. These are both things I like, and uh, it also has a silly leather bit on the bottle. I'm I'm all over this whiskey, even though I've never tried it. I'm sure it's lovely, but uh, I need to try it. In any case, uh, I put it up because it's got a picture of a train on it. Longmorn, Longmorn single malt uh, from lovely Speyside. Uh the best whiskies are Speyside whisky. Now that's not necessarily true. They're all different, but I do like Speyside whiskies very much. And uh, whiskies, uh, ha- quite a lot of whiskies come from the bu- the part of Britain that we're going to be exploring in this evening's little trip. So, uh, without further ado, uh, let's get cracking. <laughs> City two two five fading out. I used to see those sorts of things appearing. Uh, oh, there we are. There's, there's. So, so at the start of our journey um, is is actually well, it's we're in Inverurie. This is a picture of the front of the house where I grew up, or rather the flat that I grew up in. I grew up in a little sort of uh, the top of this flat. Uh, we had long stairs that went up to the top, and then we lived in that flat. As you can see, there's Dad's uh, Rover two one uh, Rover two one three two one three. No, yeah, it was a two one three. Uh, and you can see actually the door. This bit is this is ideal here. This here is the door that he painted with paint. Uh, that he I can't remember which way around it is. Whether he did it with the garage door paint first or did the door of the. I think he painted the garage door in this color, 
and then painted the car. In any case, he had both the garage door and the car were painted, brush painted with the same stuff. So that was really good. Uh, nice. Uh, there's the Rover, the Rover Viking badge there. Very nice. Uh, and Mum's lovely big poppies. That's a fond memory of those. And of course, of the, 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 the wheelie bin. So why am I telling you all of this? Well, I'm telling you it's filler material, but no more that, um, uh, about where I, where I grew up and why I've started with Inverie to Elgin. Um, <laughs> Romy Adkrat asks, uh, can't believe the car survived long enough for the photo to be taken before it collapsed into rust. This this vehicle actually uh, caught fire on us around a roundabout in Glasgow. I think there was a pretty substantial fire in the footwell, which was good. Uh, in any case, we are heading uh, up to Inverurie. So so here we are. Uh, we're going to load. This is Britain. And we're going to zoom right in on uh, a familiar shape to me, which is this funny little shape, which is uh, shows how much transport influences urban development. So you have on one side, you've got the railway, and on the other, you've got the new bypass that was built, uh, which very much acts as a barrier to the development and growth of the town. This is Inverurie. Here it is. Uh, to show you some of the other tabs, we have do, 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 we have uh, Google Maps here. There are, so there's the station. So, so Google Maps is what we're going to be using for the old... Uh, Street view. So let's uh, let's whiz in and have a look at the station, shall we? There we go. There's a nice nice view of the station. There is. It's, uh, it's quite a nice uh, nice building. I can't tell you anything about the architecture other than it's quite quite pleasingly uh, familiar vernacular to to any of you who are familiar with the sort of uh, northeastern sort of granite architecture. It's uh, pretty familiar. Some nice sort of touches there. Lovely. Very pleasant. So it's a stout looking station. What else have we got? We've got uh, we've got some old maps. So I've got the old uh, NLS Geo Explorer here, so we can look at. Uh, so, for example, there's there's the works, there's the there's the station. But actually, if I whiz back to let's whiz back to uh, the old Yon Olden days, you can see the station has moved. So the old station position actually was quite a bit further south. They moved it up onto a curve. Those fools. Um, all right, tell you what, let's bring up my face. Here. Hello, hello everyone. I'm back. Um, uh, yeah, there's no news because uh, the whole point of this is we're going to undertake a little trip. We're going to have a little trip. So uh, here's the northeast of Scotland, uh, and this is a map I created a while back, just kind of making the point that the northeast of Scotland was eviscerated by the the railway closures of the middle of the 20th century, um, and so all that's left is the red stuff uh, with some nice straight lines. And then there's a lot of railway that closed. And actually, from this, I kind of I've, yes, this is green and red for colorblind people. Apologies. Um, I need to do more colorblind testing on my on my outputs. In any case, down here uh, is also the old Meldrum branch that, that went over to Old Meldrum. So, and there are quite a few other bits of branch line here and there that are missing off here as well. Lots of railway missing. Huge amount. In fact, the area was just basically decimated. And uh, but anyway, that's that's just that's an interesting aside, really, because we're concentrating on the on the pleasant journey that we can take. Um, is the old location of the station still available? It's just a bit. It's just in a bit of a silly place, to be honest. Um, in any case, that is that's that. We're starting in Inverurie. We're starting our journey in Inverurie, um, and what we're going to do is follow. We're going to follow the railway. It's about a journey, about an hour in length. We're going to follow the railway up northwards from Inverurie. Uh, kind of broadly sticking with the time it takes to get from A to B, although I don't think that's going to work because we're already eight minutes in. Um, so what I can, uh, what all I can do is basically say we're going to kick off. But firstly, let's have a, have a look at uh, Inverie Station. There's a nice aerial shot of the station. So we were, we were stood here a minute ago um, having a look round. 
Uh, it was always a familiar. So I used to stand, you'd I'd hang around next to the lovely uh, station footbridge. I'd always look across at the uh, at the garden centre, which has substantially expanded since uh, <laughs> since I was there. Yeah, it was, it was since I was a kid. It was it was little more than a shed, and it's rather bigger now. Um, they've also added this pedestrian footbridge, which is quite nice, and, and generally widened it a bit. Uh, this always used to be a bit, a bit of a. In fact, they're always had, had traffic lights. So they did they replace? I can't remember them replacing. In any case, um, it's changed quite a bit since I was here as a kid. Uh, I've fond memories of standing on this bridge, looking this way, and seeing a class one seventy with uh, one bogey here, and another bogey here, and the vehicle like that, and one one vehicle here, and another vehicle uh, here like this. It had split the points for whatever reason. It had wiped out a look. Actually, it was it was kind of further this way because it had, um it it didn't wipe out the semaphore signal, but it had wiped out a couple of looks, uh, looks of the little box grey boxes you see next to the railway. Um. Anyway, yeah. So there's there it is. You can see it's on a slightly annoyingly on a bit of a on a transition, uh, or kind of a, in the midst of a compound curve. Anyway, something you can notice is there's all this there's all this stuff here. There's lots of tracks still there. Lots of kind of disused siding, bits and pieces. And what's that all about? Well, we're, we're going to find out in a minute. Um, why is the six foot so large? That's a very good question, actually, Simon. I'm not sure why the six foot so large. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Well, perhaps if we go to this map and I go to the really high quality one here, we can maybe have an understanding of why that might be. Uh, it's because it was three track railway. There's your answer. It was a three track railway corridor originally. And it's uh, so before the station. So as you can see, there's no station here at this point. It kind of looks a bit like the station building. I mean, this looks a bit like what the station footprint building footprint does. So yeah, it looks like the station building has already been constructed at that point, but it isn't the station yet. So um, yeah, that's an interesting. I'm not quite sure when the station building shifted. Uh, I mean, I could Google it and find out. But so could you. Someone Google it and tell me. Um, is this my origin story? Uh, Richard Smith <laughs> to fight track-based injustice, uh, possibly. Anyway, as ever, this mapping is fantastic, and if you haven't looked at it, it's brilliant. So the National Library of Scotland, all of the UK is on here with some pretty spectacular detail. My favourite is probably the the OS twenty-five inch mapping, which is just such in such high high resolution that you um, uh, that you know this, it's such large-scale mapping that you really can see lots of details. For example, these wagon turntables, uh, brilliant as the footbridge. I wonder if they moved the footbridge because it's the classic. Uh, Great North of Scotland railway footbridge style. I wonder if they moved it wholesale and put it in the new spot. In any case, um, people are Googling right now. Uh, so where, where are we? So here we are in Brewery. So you can see now there's a distinct lack of... Uh, what's all this? Well, there's, there's a distinct lack of railway works here. I'll tell you what, first of all, this is going to be chaos by the way. We're going to be dashing around like there's no tomorrow. Let's start with a picture of the local works. So this is a picture of them pretty much brand new. I think they were opened in 1902. You can see some plate layers there. Some nice uh, P-Way people. Uh, is that, that's, if that's what I think, this is a beard, I think. And that is a spectacular beard. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, obviously here you can see they're using pickaxes in a, in a kind of a, almost a parody of what P-Way people do. We never pickaxe anything these days, but anyway, uh, they're just, they're just pickaxe, pickaxe in the ground. Uh, for no good reason. As you can see, the works look pretty modern from here. You know, they're very recently pointed. Uh, 1902, they look uh, almost sort of like uh, like hydroelectric scheme art deco almost. It's quite something. It's quite nice. In any case, yeah, the works, they, they did all sorts of bits and pieces. This was, um, they didn't actually make many locos at the local works. Uh, I think they only made about 
was it like 12, 10 or 12 locomotives were actually built at the local works. For the vast majority of time, they were doing um, lots of uh, upgrades, renewals, uh, you know, painting, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so there's, there's a picture of a very nice looking steam locomotive, uh, Gordon Highlander. Uh, it's got, I presume that looks that looks like Great North of Scotland Railway li- uh, livery there. So that's, that's very grand. Um, very pleasant. Very nice. Um, so, oh, there's some more pictures. So here they are. There's, there's the, the boiler shop. They're completely refurbishing boilers. So they did a lot of refurbishment works. I, I think for a while, I, I think, I, in fact, I still think I do. I've got some A3 scans of some of the drawings that they had there, which I which I got from when I was doing some a school project. Um, goodness knows where they are now. Anyway, th- these 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 folks all look pretty cheerful. Uh, yeah, and there's some slightly more contemporary photos. Actually, it's only about ten years between these two, but there you can see lots of um, lots of more familiar looking rolling stock getting a getting a bit of a repaint. There you are. There's the paint shop, pits for servicing rail diesel rail cars. So it's a pretty substantial bit of works. Um, this is the 60s, though, uh, or the late 60s, and th- th- this was the kind of the dumping yard, and you can just see there's a load of dumped, knackered steam locomotives. It's a rather depressing sight. In any case, what happened? Uh, well, let's zoom out. So we can see, actually, it's quite interesting, so you can see the scale of the works expansion. So here's the, the works in, um, what is this, 1899. So actually, it looks like the works are under construction at this point. Actually, the 25-inch is uh, similar. Again, it's just before the works. So actually, I think the station must have moved with the works so that the station was next to the works. That would make sense. So if we skip forwards to... Uh, there we are. There's a, a one to 25,000 from... What year is this? It doesn't say. Sometimes that doesn't ha- that happens. So you can see the works there, the station there. Very nice. Also, if we zoom out of Inverurie, you can see the scale of... Let's have a look at what Inverurie looks like. So this is, this is pre-all... And yeah, it grew a bit. Uh, that growth all pretty much happened at the same very short space of time. It was the fastest growing town in Europe for a while, thanks to the all in the North Sea and becoming a dormitory town for um, that there Aberdeen. This bit all appeared uh, when I left, actually. This, in fact, they'd started building this when I was there, but but by the time I left in the what, 2005, 2006, uh, it had, uh, this bit had sort of this bit this bit particularly is completely new. I think it's even expanded further, so it is growing tendrils as a town. In any case, that's not hugely interesting. What you want to see is uh, what's going on here. So by the time we get to... Let's skip forwards to... Uh, when is this? This is 1968. So it's kind of towards the end of the functioning of the works. I think they start winding down pretty rapidly after that. Uh, and you can see that, well, as often happens with industrial areas, they've been replaced by a storage place for cars with a shop next to it. This is the Tesco's. I remember when it was built. Um, and they've also done something. They've done something far better with the works at the other end, which is that they've expanded them into kind of a residential flats. They're quite snazzy, actually. Uh, so that's nice that they have done something, at least something with some part of it. Um, it's like my most walked route was walking from uh, <laughs> walking this walk from the school, from Vere Academy, uh, up past the health centre to the past the the, the Royal Mail Centre, and then going to Tesco's to buy lunch, which would usually be like I don't know. A, a, an empty sponge flan base and, and a tin of squirty cream and then walking back classic in any case uh that's us up, that's that, there we go so the, the works have been somewhat subsumed they're gone um but that's that was kind of one of the main things that, that was uh, Inverie's industry until until it became a dormitory town for aberdeen right this is going to be fairly relaxed because um 
I, no, there's no news this week because we're, we're it's a slightly different uh, format. Uh, Royal Mail Depot appears. Yeah, that's pretty common. Um, locked on the wicket. It was 1902. What year is the map? Ah, yeah, that makes sense. So if it was 1902, uh, thanks Kentish Railways. If it was 1902, that's when the works opened. So I, I presume they moved the station so that people could get off the, the at the station and get into the works fairly easily. Um, not the workers, I'd imagine. I'm meaning the top brass. Less of a walk for them. Um, so... So this is all this. Can't see me pointing at anything. Uh, uh, that's because I can't draw any. That's uh, probably because my pointer doesn't actually appear. That I can. I can actually fix that. Oh, never mind. It doesn't matter. I, I'm describing, and I think you can see what's on screen. So, let us press on. The next thing. So we're we're, we're kind of moving out of Inverurie towards. So let let's let's begin our train journey. Um, let's do it. So we're gonna. You have to go over here. There's a little coffee shop. Generally, everyone just obviously skips through here to get onto the train. And we're gonna do. We're gonna have a little skip along. So we're gonna basically look at what the railway journey looks like. Um, for the most part, this is what it looks like. Actually, uh, if I get us over onto this little bridge, uh, you can get an idea of what the railway looks like. It is. If you ignore the JCB, uh, the JCB Transit getting chopped off there. Boo. Um, yeah, this is the railway. Basically, it's uh, just a single track line the the telegraph poles are still in place it, it's got semaphore signaling for the most part it's quite a it's quite an, i mean it's it's quite an old looking railway it's it's changed a lot south south of Vury, actually i'm not touching on it just now but uh they've redoubled it and i think and you know the station's reopened in Kintour. there's a lot of a lot of work has gone on there modernizing the rail but north north of Inverurie, it it looks like a pretty rural it's almost like a branch line despite connecting two major cities. So we come out of, kind of skirt round uh, Inverurie, work our way north. Um, ah, actually, the first thing that you'll notice, or perhaps you don't, because it's so well, it's disappeared so well, uh, if we go over here, is that we is the junction with the old Meldrum branch. You can see how much this has disappeared and been subsumed by agriculture. There we go. So almost totally disappeared. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure. I presume this maybe this is new build is about to happen as well. Crikey, if it is. In any case, that that junction is there. So so we're continuing on our journey in the true style of Bradshaws. We're going to continue on the main leg and not disappear off down a branch. Um. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, if I remember which, see, this is going to be complicated. I'm negotiating so many windows. In any case, this this bit of the railway line, the first stretch of the railways on uh, kind of through the River Uri uh, floodplain. Um. Uh, and very pretty rapidly, you get up to Inveramsey uh, Bridge, which used to be, if, if we drag our little pointer, this is what this crossing used to be like. Uh, it used to be small uh, and get, got hit by things pretty regularly, and there's a bit of a, a, proper, a proper kink in the road here. Um, however, this, uh, this now uh, has been replaced by a big old fancy snazzy bridge, uh, which hasn't been street viewed yet, um, that goes over the top. Uh, oh. Well, this is pretty much what <laughs> I don't know what I managed to do there, but we are up in. This is pretty much what all of the, the this part of Scotland looks like. That's Benny in the distance. That's Mither Tap, um, because the railway basically along this bit, uh, and we'll we'll talk a bit more about Inverurie in a second. The railway along this bit, um, this Inverurie, there's our familiar uh, Land Ranger map. The railway is essentially, and in fact, everything is skirting round this sort of big plateau. Um, which is almost like a tendril from the Cairngorm Mountains, which is known as Benahi, with Mithertap being the uh, the kind of the, the it's not the tallest bit, but it's the prominent, it's the most obvious prominent part, which has a, an old Iron Age fort on the top, which is great, and it's kind of a it is the landmark for the whole of this part of Scotland, basically like from Benahi, you see Benahi here from pretty much like 
this sort of a huge radius you can see see this hill and it's a fantastic sort of little uh, marker point for this part of the country uh so for anyone who's familiar with that part um of the country you shall be uh Benahy is a familiar sort of uh beacon in any case you can see the railway weaving around and you'll notice something up here is this dismantled railway so if we look out the window uh you can see the remains of so we're, let's let's go up to Inveramsey bridge you'll see the remains of Inveramsey Junction, which was the junction with the railway heading north towards uh, Buchan, I believe, um, uh, in that direction. So if I zoom right out, you can sort of see the railway weaving its way up northwards. Uh, here it is ending up at Turriff. Uh, anyway, it would have been quite a nice railway to keep open because it's a, it's a part of the country that no one really spends much time in anymore, but it's actually really quite nice. There's all sorts going on in this part of the country. Um, one of the things that is quite interesting is the amount of Pictish stuff that's everywhere, which is why I put this up. So the Maidenstone is something that I used to pass quite frequently as a cyclist. Um, in fact, I've got pictures of me and uh, a chum of mine uh, on our bikes having parked up. But it's a pretty common lunch spot or, or snack spot, you know, the little road here on its way to Chapel Geary. Um, and you've got the, yeah, it's just, there's an interesting story that I'll let you all investigate on, on Wikipedia, but the tale or the myth, mythical tale of how the Maidenstone was created is quite fascinating, but it's got all this fantastic Pictish uh, and sort of, uh, and then inherited Celtic knotwork. It's just, it's absolutely fascinating. You know, this ancient thing, it really ought to be protected in glass actually, because it's getting knackered by acidic rain. Um, yeah, you can just about, uh, so there are some people pointing out that you can spot the shadows of former railway line. That's certainly true. So if we head down to, uh, if we head back here, you can see, I mean, there are a couple of telltales. The first is the fact that the fields follow the, the, the railway line. Also, the bridge is still there. Um, actually, that's a good point. I wonder if you can see the bridge from, so if I whiz, if I whiz over here, I wonder how good the view of the uh, the old bridge. Oh, there we are. So that's quite, a, it's quite a pleasing little um, little view of the of the bridge there. So actually, again, from the railway, which is just just here on behind that fence, from the railway, you'll get this view down across of the um, of the former railway line heading northwards. So that's very nice. Ah, the old A ninety six. I've driven that one a few times. So, right, let's, let's continue our journey northwards. So we're weaving along. So by this point, you kind of move away from the floodplain, and you you start. You're still in kind of above the Uri, but things start getting a little hillier uh, as you weave along. Things get a bit tighter. The valley, if we go to Google Earth, actually, you can see that if we whiz this way, do, 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 um, things start getting a little bit uh, hillier. So there we are. So you can see the railway starting to weave through the topography. So it's quite pleasant by this point. The views out across, there are quite a few interesting um, things to view. There's some old kind of old uh, landed gentry houses that you can look at and, and boo as you pass. Uh, there we are, the railway kind of weaving off into the distance. There's some ver various interesting looking shapes in the distance that we spot but we'll get there soon so um well, lots of discussions about safeguarding closed railway lines and how many of these lines i think they should be reopened um essentially a lot of these railway lines are served well by unless you can unless there are freight justifications for reopening the line bus services are um sufficient you know, sufficient to serve the the population uh, in, in in this area, but it's not a reason to not necessarily you know, reinstate some lines. There are lines that need reinstating, but they're generally not these small ones. I'd say the line to Fraserburgh is a is a major contender, uh, and Peterborough is a major contender for reopening. In any case, let us continue our journey. So we're going to continue whizzing, and ten miles up the line, ten point six miles to be precise. Uh, Twelve minutes later, so it's a pretty rapid little journey. We reach Inch. 
so we have a nice uh, 53 mile an hour average speed there, which is pleasant. Um, so inch, this is inch station. Again, it's on a blinking curve. Wow, every single station on a curve. Up here, you can see, well, let me get my, uh, let me get my pointer. It's, we're going to make it purple. Up here is, uh, that's completely invisible. Where's my red? Let's go for red. Red always, red, red is best. Up here is the, the nice signal box, actually, which is quite pleasant. Still there. Another stout, sort of very local feeling uh, architecture in the, in the station itself. Um, and some kit, because I presume they're doing up some upgrades. You can see the platform here has been extended. Uh, and uh, yeah, they've done a pretty decent looking nick of it and totally resurfaced by the look of it as well. You can see the, the strip the strip of dark here along where the drainage has been renewed in the platform surface. That's quite good. Uh, and again, you see this, this which I presume, someone will have to correct me on it, I presume it's, a, it's one of the original Great North of Scotland footbridges because it's very similar vernacular to the others along the line. So I presume it's the same thing, but I'm happy, for, happy to be corrected on that. Um, so if this platform has been corrected, to answer Matt Reed's question, if, if there's level boarding at the station, yes, this pla if it's been corrected, it will be to the standard platform offsets. Uh, whenever a platform is renewed or upgraded, it has to be um, has to be set to the standard offsets. So if you bought trains that fitted, which none of the current trains that run through here do, um, you would be able to provide level boarding. But of course, the one seventy eight, the one seventies, the one five eights do not provide level boarding. In any case, let us continue. So let's let's um, continue whizzing around. Uh, through here, so let's let's go along. So if we whiz along here, you can sort of see the sort of vibe you get. Uh, let's go down the road. So it's quite pleasant. This is the aspect you get basically from the train. The view is pretty similar. It's quite quite kind of rolling. You've got some interesting features, but it's quite it's quite rolling. Um, and and that's pretty much so. The the Gaddy Burn up here, uh, it's pretty much the same sort of vibe. Here's Oin. Oh, while we're in Oin, uh, does anyone know about Arculink? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if this place operates as Arculink. It's still got... A, why has it still got a thing saying Arculink on it? Because it, it definitely isn't Arculink anymore. What year is this? doesn't say what year it is. 2008. Oh, maybe Arculink's still open. But, um... So, basically, there's a Teletubby mound in here, and they had a load of old Pictish forts and things, which was uh, kind of Pictish, uh... sort of Celtic hut roundhouses and things, which were fantastic. And they had a Roman camp at the top as well. In fact, they had a Roman camp up here. It was great. Uh, yeah, there it is. There's the Roman camp. But it's all been abandoned. You can see the car park's totally abandoned. Everything's just abandoned. It's a real shame. It's a fantastic little bit of capturing the local history. Fascinating local prehistory and history. But uh, rip in peace, Archilink. Uh Right. What's... Uh... <laughs> so here we go. Um, let's whiz along here. So we're whizzing along. Can see where we've we've kind of left the River Uri behind, but it's still pretty verdant. Lots of large fields, pretty flat. If we go to Google Earth, we can see as we whiz along here, uh, we've kind of come away from this valley where we were whizzing along next to the River Uri. We've come out into this open farmland. There's Oin. Uh, there we go. There's Oin. There's Arculink. And you can see again skirting along the valley, but it's pretty flat. It's a pretty flat terrain here. Um, now the reason why I used to cycle, uh, why I used to, I've given it away, the reason I used to take the train along here quite a lot is because I used to cycle pretty frequently. I'd get the train and I'd go for really nice cycles uh, around the area. So um, from Inch, there we are. This, the, 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 these two pictures are the first pictures I ever took of a railway with a digital camera. Uh, this is native resolution, hence why this was small. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, really rubbish. Sorry, Fergie, you're, you're, you're on there. But you can see this is actually the first ever picture of a train I, I ever took. And, of course, it was of a 158. There it is. Beautiful. Uh, and in the background is, is an interesting feature that we'll come back to. Uh, but also you can see the uh, the signal box here. It's quite a nice-looking signal box. I don't know anything about what whose signal box it is and when it was built and 
the architecture, but it's quite it's a classic sort of nice wooden panelled thing. Um, people are telling me off about my uh, my drawing skills. Well, you know what? It's part of the fun. This is pre-renewal, by the way, as you can see. In fact, this weirdly, this 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 photo was probably taken in the early. Well, it was taken in the very early two thousands, as you can tell by the uh, style. They probably don't mind being in the photo. It's fine. It's only about six pixels to their face, so it's fine. Um, but weirdly, this has also had some drainage renewals at the point where this photo was taken. So, uh, and it's got a mind the step picture. So I dare say the platform was a bit of a mess uh, at the time. So it's probably worth it. Be, how good that it's been renewed. Oh, and also signaling in action. Six pixels worth of of uh of <laughs> semaphore signal there in action very nice anyway so i used to do cycles all over the place and and the northeast of scotland is brilliant for cycling um lots of fantastic scottish baronial castles there are see these scottish baronial castles um my knackered old bike which i uh class it's a halfords apollo i think so it's like if you're if you're a kid from the early 2000s or the late 90s you've probably had an apollo bike from halfords let's face it if you're in the uk um uh this is uh what's the what was this hill called no this is what this is this is what this is for um where is it there's a big long climb that drops picks up yeah here it is uh what is it Ah, Suey Hill, that's it. Suey Hill, and it's got fantastic views out across. But basically, all of this, you can see lots of, if anyone's familiar with, with Land Rangers, which they should be because they're beautiful maps, um, particularly for cycling, there's just a network of fantastic cycles around here. So I used to get the train up to Inch and then cycle back when I was younger. That was like as adventurous as I got. And as I started getting older, I started going further up the line and cycling back. Um, and we'll, 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 we'll get to the next station in a moment, which actually is precisely what we're going to do. Um, after we've had a look at so here again we've gone we've gone the other direction now this feature here this is this here is is Dunadir Hillfort. Um, let me go. Let's click on uh, here we are. Let's go here. So we're working our way up. Uh, here's Inch. There you are. See it's on a curve. Inch. It's it's, it's a reasonable little uh, little town. Not a huge amount going on, frankly. But uh, you know, in typical style of the northeast, uh, it's got a golf course that's about the same size as the town. Um, and yeah, the railway starts weaving through here. It's quite pleasant though. So if we go, let's have a look. Firstly, let's go to the level crossing. Uh, there we are. There's the level crossing, and you can see there's the nice, uh, there's a nice. Let's go here. There's a nice signal box. Very pleasant. There's a well, what might have been a formal water tower, I suppose. There, it's nice. Anyway, very nice. There's there's the there's the station curving away. Someone's nabbed a Mark II coach and put it in their garden. It's a bit strange. What would you want to do a thing like that for? Um, nice livery, though. And in the distance here, you can see Dunedin Hillfort, looking very pleasant. And actually, if I whiz along here to show you what the view is, because it's, it's very, very, it's, I quite, it's very nice. Um, but there's a tree in the way. There's a tree in the way, folks. They've actually, so they've, this section, they've upgraded to the proper double. But basically, it's a feature of this bit of railway. Actually, the view is even better, I think, from near the golf course. So I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah, let's go here. Uh, there we go. So you can see by this point, it's start, we're kind of breaking into this sort of narrow patch. Uh, there's there's a semaphore signal looking very pleasant. There we are. So you can see the semaphore signaling. Uh, nice. Uh, a, a sign advertising the golf course, probably in like 1970s Britain italics. Yep, standard. And the eye's fallen off as well. Very good. Um, unless that's a putting. Oh, no, that'll, there'll be a ball on top of that, and it's probably like a golf reference. I don't know. don't know anything about golf. Um, but you can see this Dunedin Hill Fort. It's fantastic. It's another one of these fantastic hill forts, except that this one has a pretty substantial structure on top because they built a castle on top of it. There's a lovely evening view. Uh, thanks, Wikimedia Commons. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
it's fantastic. So so you can go up this hill and get that you can walk actually up the up to the top of here from the station. So there's plenty to do. It's actually a really nice corner of the country. So not only are the views from the train gorgeous, but actually there's quite a bit of bits and pieces you can do. Um and so that's why I uh so yeah, that's why I was taking a picture of, of Dunedin Hill for it. And this is one of my first proper this is just a, a scene with a railway in it. Greiser photos taken again with this with my uh NAF digital camera. But uh yeah, there we go. Early early train spotting, except for me, the train isn't quite as important as the uh, the good stuff here. Whoa, look at that. Um, anyway, right. We are going to move, we're going to continue our little adventure uh, by going northwards and seeing what there is. So things start getting a bit more rural as you get as you head north. So we've gone past sort of the verdant fields, and you see there's a bit more of this sort of scrubby stuff appearing. Um, we also come past one of our first distilleries, Ardmore Distillery here. Um, if anyone's a fan of Ardmore, it's not, not a bad little whiskey. Uh, we're reaching Kennethmont Village, which is uh, not a bad place to pick up a sandwich from the post. You know, one of those classic, like, rural Scottish villages where you go to a little post office and they sell little packet tuna sandwiches or ham, ham and cheese or, like, cheese and coleslaw sandwiches. A little white roll, loosely spread, and it's in just a plastic bag with a sticker on it saying, homemade in the Kennethmont Post Office, um, which is nice. But one of the other fun things there is around here is Leaf Hall. Now, the Leaf, Leaf Hall has really, really good gardens that's good fun when you're a kid. I used to love them. There's like a there's like a little waterfall that you can... Uh, there's a bridge and a waterfall, and as a, a diminutive child, it's quite satisfying to run around there and pretend you're some sort of troll. Um, so good for the kids, given that everyone on here is now, like, probably parent age, not child age. But now you see things are starting to look a bit more rugged and rural. We've got fewer big flat fields, and we've got more very attractive looking single track railway and pleasant bridges this is the this is this is a road i'd cycle along a lot on my way back to Inverurie from huntley um but yeah you can start getting a feel for the place um the topography you know, things are starting to get a bit taller uh it's all very nice actually incidentally this this over here is probably suey hill actually so that that photo i took earlier is probably from over there uh yeah anyway very nice so um actually if let's do you think i can this clap this is suey hill here i wonder if i can get the view up can i do it do you reckon Oh, that's not bad, is it? There we are. That's the same as my photo photograph I took. Uh, that's Tappanoth there, which is one of the big hills in the area. Um, and you can probably see the hill fort, although I can't... Oh, it's probably just around the corner, actually. Uh, if it, I can't quite see. Anyway, so you can see things get a bit bumpier as you go further north towards the Moray coast. Anyway, very nice. Um, there we go. This is Towie. Don't worry about that. Uh, also, Clat. The village names are fantastic in the northeast of Scotland. They're completely bonkers. So we're continuing. And as you can see, everything's become more cyan. That's fine. Don't worry about that. But the railway is is weaving along uh, quite pleasingly, I think, at this point. are they Do they colour correct in the in the Google? I think they do, you know. So there's inch. Lovely. Oh, no, they don't. It's exactly the same stuff. Oh, boo. Everything's got that much more cyan. Anyway, very nice. So you weave along, things get a bit more rugged. I think there's a bridge, there's a nice viaduct along here. I'm trying to remember where it is. Ah, yeah, there it is. Everyone loves a bit of a viaduct, right? Um, yep, yep, lovely, 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 yep, viaduct. Here we are. Uh, was that it there? Was, that, was it Gartley Viaduct? I think that's, oh no, that's, that's, that can't be a viaduct, that's underneath. It's, maybe it's here. Let's just sneak in here and have a look across. Uh... No, the railway is officially hidden behind a hill. Never mind. In any case, uh, yeah, you can see the the, the railway is, is kind of weaving up, and then we cross cross the bypass uh, and into Huntley, which is very nice because 
29 minutes since we left Inverurie, uh, we arrive into Huntley, uh, 23.9 miles away from Inverurie, uh, and we still have a nice, like, 49 mile an hour average speed. It's not too bad. Um, village names are fantastic pretty much everywhere in Britain, to be honest, says Muse Zero. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. Um, Matt Reed is asking if they're going to upgrade the signals in the next 10 years. I don't know if they, I mean, they're, they're in the next 10 years, I don't know. To be honest, I think there have been various minor signaling upgrades to um, to bring the to kind of improve some of the headways and and, and get the kind of the hourly uh, train throughput. But I'm not sure uh, to what extent the signal is going to get renewed. The seven fours are nice. It might be one of the. I mean, I, th I don't know. There are still quite a few lines that rely on seven four signaling, so I don't think they're going to be disappearing anytime soon. But if there are any signaling people on the chat, uh, I can think of a couple who might who are in the Discord who might have an answer on that. Um, any uh, there's some good british village names uh chat going on excellent that's good stuff um anyway so huntley what is in huntley well let's have a look at the station first oh look it's another one on a curve but again you see this lovely um lovely station footbridge there you know so that's nice i, I like seeing those i don't know what the gauge clearances on them but actually this does have gauge clearance to w9 i think because there is clearance up to elgin to allow decent freight to run i, I believe from aberdeen um also some nice reballasting going on here. Platforms don't look like they're in too bad, Nick. Uh, but that is about that, I think, for Huntley. There's not much... Oh, I mean, in terms of the town, no, there's loads to talk about the town. So let's get the uh, let's get the full map up. So getting the train to Huntley, fantastic selections of cycles include uh, whizzing down on the A97, uh, which is actually quite pleasant and quiet for this bit. It's a very, very pleasing bit of, uh, bit of road. Uh down onto the onto the B9002 and whizzing along into Inch. Then from Inch, you can you've got a choice really. You can either head southwards uh, and go around the back of Benahi and then cut in around the River Don and then come back into Inverurie that way, or uh, you can if if you want to basically follow the railway, you can follow the B road, uh, the B9002 until it briefly meets. The, uh, you hit the A96 for a little bit, which is pretty horrible and busy, but you're off it again in five seconds and you whiz up a, up a little hill. And you go past the Maidenstone, which, to be fair, which I talked about earlier, which I just realised I can probably do this for the Maidenstone. Let's whiz down to uh, Pickpole and uh, lovely. the Maidenstone. Marvellous. We're going to the Maidenstone. We're going to have a look at the Maidenstone. Here it is. Uh, there we are. That's, uh, there it is. There's the Maidenstone. So... Uh, if you're expecting anything more grand, then uh, sorry to disappoint you, but um, that's a bit weird. What's this on top of and why? Has someone set the camera on top of a fence post? It's a bit weird. In any case, uh, oh, that's really weird. Why have they done that? Well, there it is anyway. There's the Maidenstone uh, in very rationed pixel form. That's better. Uh, there, there it is. That's nice. There's the... There's the sort of the little road you go up, and there's actually... Persephone is in the forest here as well. There's a huge stone goddess in the forest as well which you can look at which is quite nice um persephone in the forest which is uh, it's just down here in any case there we go so that's we're going to whiz back up to huntley again uh there we go let's go back to huntley so there are some things in huntley huntley is kind of a, a bit of a sort of standard scottish market town but it's got this grid pattern which is quite nice so let's go and have a look at huntley and how huntley grew up let's whiz this way it's got to uh let's just get the map up there's all in inch I don't think Inch has grown much. I mean, there, there are probably a few dormitories, but if we... Let's do a bit of this. Uh, yeah, you can see some new housing estate, but it's not grown a huge amount since then. It's just basically three major housing estates. Um, uh, we're going to keep going along. Doo -doo -doo. 
work our way up to uh, arrive in uh, yeah we're talking about shadows in there i wonder what, wonder what interesting things were going on there for that those shadows in any case here we arrive in huntley which if we whiz along here you see not a huge amount of change it's got this grid pattern um if we whiz back to the olden days even then not a huge amount of expansion although the obviously the bypass whizzes through but um yeah, there's a, so it's, it's a sort of a stand. In fact, here is quite interesting. So you can see the old shape of the town that's then been subsumed by grid pattern. In any case, Huntley's quite pleasant to walk around. It's quite a nice little uh, spot to visit. Uh, I would recommend it. Look at this. There's uh, agricultural implement works. Well, there you go. Uh, but more importantly, you come up here to Castle Park and uh, ignoring the big fash school. Uh, but basically, you arrive at this place here, Huntley Castle. Now... Huntley Castle is brilliant. Uh, here's a nice old engraving from yon olden days. What's that? 1804. That's pretty old. I think that was about the time when they realised that demolishing it and using the stone elsewhere was a bad plan. Uh, fence posts are cheaper than tripods, says Chris McKenna. Yeah, very good point. Um, but the, the castle is brilliant. As a kid, it's so good because it's intact enough that you can go around inside it on various levels, as in fairness are a lot of the castles around this part of Scotland. Um, there's there's a thing called the Castle Trail which you can follow. There are loads of castles. Tahoon Castle is another fantastic one, spelt Tolquahone. Um, and there's there's lots of floors. You can imagine it's an old Scottish baronial castle, but quite large. Uh, similar with Huntley, large castle, Scottish baronial style, but with but large with a big footprint. Lots of levels you can go and hide in. Underground bits you can go and hide in. Lots of running around. Um, and just brilliant as a kid. Absolutely used to ador adored going there as a kid. So much fun. Uh, it's an interesting spot to go and visit if you're just a castle nerd. So, as I've said about the northeast, you've got lots of Pictish stone circles. Uh, you've got uh, lots of other bits of Pictish stuff. You've got lots of castles. You've got all the Scottish ba the barons, you know, the the Gordons and the the Duffs and all these uh, rich pricks. Uh, but uh, sort of these stout Scottish baronial sort of masters in the area, which meant there were lots of castles. And also, of course, as we'll get to it. It's whiskey territory as well. So lots of good stuff going on um, in and around Huntley. So let's go back to the map. Or should we go back to Google, Google Maps? So, so here we are. So Huntley. Oh, let's go into the middle of Huntley. Where, where is the best spot to go? Let's drop in and sort of see what Huntley looks like. This is what, this is a sort of standard northeast Scottish uh, market town looks like. Granite. Lots of granite, and then some more granite, and then granite. You can see it's quite a you know, see it's a grand looking uh, set up there, the big tower. Um, yeah, this looks so familiar. This is just what I grew up in. There's the town square. It's all very pleasant. You know, it's quite a nice spot. It's very grey, but that's because of the the granite. But there you are, Gordon Arms. It's quite a grand looking spot, isn't it? You know, quite pleasant. Uh, you know, interesting to visit. I'm doing visit Scotland a, a favour here. No one's paying me for this, by the way. Not 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 whiskey companies. Not not Visit Scotland. But maybe they will, maybe they'll sponsor me for these episodes in like I don't know six years when we're on Rail Natter episode seven thousand. In any case, let's not worry about the A ninety six. We're going to join our railway, which whizzes. Uh, it does a kind of a funny loop. Here it is. It whizzes around the top and it follows the river. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It follows. No, let me let me get let me get my Google Earth back. Here we go because it's useful to look at the topography to understand what's going on. So, whilst the road whizzes off up uh, towards uh, the Glens of Foundland, which is kind of quite a big bit of a hill, a bit of a pass, 
uh, the railway does something else, which is whiz off, uh, whiz off in this direction. Should we have a look at what stuff there was at the railway station, by the way? Should we just see uh, see how big and, and substantial the railway was? There's an auction mart. The station's there. A uh, bit of a kink for the, for the mapping there. I'm not convinced by that. But you can see that the, the auction mart was there, but that's pretty much it. There's not much else. So it, it was never really a particularly massive... Uh, there's a woolen mill. It's quite interesting. It's sort of a water-fed woolen mill. There's a weir feeding the woolen mill. Oh, that's interesting. In any case, uh, not a huge amount of railway stuff going on in Huntley, unlike, unlike Inverary, which was pretty massive. So... The railway continues, the Great North of Scotland Railway continues its its journey kind of northwards following the Deverin, as I said. Um, and you can see that if we whiz over to a bit of road, let's keep going on here, let's let's, let's find a bit of road here. We're going to cross the railway, let's get a feel for what it all looks like. Everything's looking quite a bit more rugged. Uh, it's all feeling a bit more rural at this point. Um, you can see the railway is sort of battling across some tougher terrain. This is this is, this is is the kind of weather I'm used to, look at that, just everything's a bit wet. Um so let us continue our, our little we're following the railway so it's whizzing along following the Deverin. so now we've escaped from the Deverin. we're following the moray now there we are following the river Deverin. uh there we are nice very nice over the river ah now can we get that viaduct that's quite pleasant should we should we should we do that let's see if we can get a view of the viaduct in let's let's do this Oh, there we go. It's a st stout truss, stout truss structure there. That's not bad, is it? That's quite good. Uh, always like a nice uh, stout-looking uh, bit of uh, viaduct there. Uh, nice. Anyway, we're continuing along uh, on our journey along the railway. Pretty flat. Some nice long straights here, actually. So it's probably not bad line suit. And then all of a sudden, we're sort of climbing. We're sort of hitting hills inescapably, and things get a bit more rugged again. Um, Climbing, 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 climbing. Here we go. So we've skipped the climb, but if you go, so if I zoom out, you can see there's all this lumpy stuff, and this is what the main road climbs through. So the main road actually whizzes around the top here, uh, there it is, uh, and whizzes around here through the glens of Fanlon and drops down into this little spot here. Now, why has it got two little stations, you might wonder? That's right, we're on our way to Keith. Uh, Keith, which is... Duh, 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 36.3 miles from Inverurie, 43 minutes have elapsed. That's not bad. We've, we've been recording for 46 minutes, so I consider that to be a success. Uh, we're not bad, not badly off the time. Um, so 43 minutes have elapsed, uh, and we're still averaging 50 miles an hour. So okay, this is a, it's not a, it's not a high speed line, but averaging 50 miles an hour is not too bad actually. It's kind of indicative of the quality that the Great North of Scotland Railway built the railway to, in that it's, it's, it's weavy here and there, but it's a uh, pretty decent you know it's not not too bad anyway this town is called keith uh which only became more hilarious to me when i realized that the town was called keith uh today when i was reminding myself i mean i know of keith but keith has always been a town in my head for some reason i've dis dis disassociated myself from that fact um went back and looked at keith on real-time trains when i was double checking the timings and uh it was like <laughs> this town's called keith as in keith you know the name keith which uh, made me laugh unendingly. Uh, hello to Keith, the admin person on Discord, by the way. Um, you do solid work. Uh, in any case, as we're whizzing along here, uh, yeah, we arrive in yet another big Scottish sort of market town. Uh, this one, however, made a lot of cash from a certain type of uh, of nectar created from the, the, the from the grain, uh, shall we say? Uh, I'll give you a hint by dragging this little man here over here. 
uh, there and wibbling around and going, yeah, now what, what could all this stuff be along here? What could it be? Um, well, I'll tell you what it is. Shivas Brothers. Now, who owns Shivas? Well, Shivas are owned by um, Diageo now, aren't they? Shivas Regal. Uh, but basically, this is a place storing a dump ton of whiskey. Uh, there you are. See, lots of whiskey. Much of the whiskies. Uh, all being stored in tremendous you know, ca casks and casks of the stuff. And actually, if you whiz along... Um, so you'll notice there's a, there's a junction here. So let's get, uh, let's get the old Geo Explorer up and whiz over to Keith. Keith... We're on our way. Keith, pretty substantial, even even at this time, which is 1905. You can see uh, 1905, pretty, yeah, some major work, major bit of railway works. Um, you've got mills, you've got all sorts of stuff. But actually, what hadn't appeared by this point is the distillery, whereas I think if I whiz down to... You can see new stuff has started appearing. Um, I dare say whiskey based things will have started appearing. In any case, you'll see that there is there's another railway that goes down here. This is now known as the Keith and Dufton Railway. Um, and it's a fantastic little heritage line. Um, there are Towie Moor. So if you wanted Towie, Towie Moor is the spin-off show. Uh, but you can see here, there's this word here, distillery. That's because Keith is basically like the gateway to, to Speyside distillery country, particularly Dufton, which is uh, arguably the capital of kind of whiskey country here it is Duff, uh, Dufton looking tremendously brilliant uh, this is a fantastic the, the, the line from Dufton to Craigalachy now now just used makes a really nice cycle path by the way but it does oft, often get eaten up by landslides and then you find yourself down in, in Craigalachy here uh, which has got a fantastic viaduct railway viaduct and then the Craigalachy bridge um, and then down in Aberlara where the oh man the whiskey the whiskey action there's some whiskey action here oh this whole area, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. My favourite space side is probably still Dalhwini, but um, uh, Dalhwini, Glen Morangy. Dalhwini is a Highland, not a, a space side. Sorry, had a mind fart there. Um, yeah, I think uh, Glen Morangy is probably my fave. But uh, oh, that's that's Fockerbirds. We don't want to go up there. Getting ahead of ourselves. Is Keith. So, um, but also the the railway junction going up in the other direction as well. There's this is there's a pretty major spot, Keith. Uh, what else have I got to say about Keith? Uh, well, here's the station. You can see now it's uh, it's somewhat diminutive, and it's a single a single track railway with a single facing uh, platform and a, and a bus shelter, somewhat degraded from its former glory. Uh, there's not even a station with the with the heritage line, which I think is a real shame. I hope that they're going to change that because it'd be really nice for there to be platforms so that you can have a direct exchange. But the Keith and Dufton is. Keith is, itself is famous, surely, for one thing more than any other. Uh, Simon Zev Kenler's got some Achna Shellach on the go, which is very nice. Do they send whiskey by rail? I don't know if um, Shivas Regal send, if, if Diageo sends stuff by rail. Uh, whew, I know a man who could uh, answer that, but uh, I don't know. The Google should have the answer. No, the reason why Keith and Dufton Railway is famous is because, of course, they have the original Pacer. The class 140, uh, the the <laughs> the one and only 140001 uh, located. Uh, Keith is a lemon. Uh, that is a fair point. Eurostar lover 009. Yes. Um, here is the it's and it's so dismal. Everything about it is dismal, to the point where you can see that they've painted the yellow on the side of the bus to make it look a bit more like the pep units that it should have that the diesel. Peps should have been created instead of this junk. 
um, but they've tried to make it look a bit fatter and a bit less absolutely horrific. But this thing is just straight-sided, dismal. There's a video, if you search uh, Pacer Prototype on YouTube, you'll get a video of this thing being tested in Glasgow. And it was so dismal by the opinion of the passengers riding it and the, the people who operated it, the driver, I'd imagine, as well, uh, that this is the only Pacer that's ever run in Scotland uh, ever, as far as I can tell. Not a single, despite being built in Glasgow, some of the one, the later Pacers were built in Glasgow. I think that's the only time they spent in, in Scotland was getting out of Scotland. So um, basically, basically, they don't work for rural railway lines. So somewhat debunking the idea they save rural railway lines when they literally don't work on rural lines. They only were ever used on kind of semi-rural and suburban lines. In any case, that's another story. So the Pacers there for you to go and see and laugh at. Um, Graham Harith was on the, on the Dufton branch on a rail tour. That's very nice. Um, yeah, there is a rail connection, which is good. It's always good when a heritage line has a rail connection because it means they can uh, they can stable things, they can run, they can get stock to arrive more cheaply-ish, although actually often by, by road is cheaper, unfortunately, these days. Um, but also it means they can do things like testing. They can offer up the line for, for the mainline railway companies to do testing of kit and stuff like that. So they're always an advantage of having a, a mainline rail connection. Anyway, that was Keith. Oh, my voice is going. I'm going to have a big old sip of tea. How's everyone doing? Are you all enjoying your, your journey through the northeast of Scotland? I have no idea to what extent this format holds up. <laughs> um, oh, Thomas Wood says the rail connection severed at the Keith end. Well, they could... Is it For signalling purposes, I'm sure they could reinstate... That's the sort of thing where at least there's not a huge building site in the way. They can reinstate it. Um... Here we are. Even the Iranian government hated the paces, points out Sarah Noble. Yep, very true. Uh, Elder Developer says, thanks for sending your trash down south. It wasn't our trash. They sent it up here to try it out. Blame Leyland Bus Company. It's their fault. Um, actually blame all of the governments of the time for all the reasons. Um, yeah, buffer stop and track lifted for all the 10 metres, I presume for signalling purposes, because it's easier for signalling. Um, that's still annoying, though, uh, because the cost there will be the signalling cost to reinstate it. Uh, right, so let's go back to let's go to Google Earth. So we're in we're in Keith here. You can see um, you can see the railway going off in in various directions here. So there's the the railway whizzing off up here. There's the the railway line doing its thing. That's the former one. You can see uh, there's the existing railway line in black. We've escaped from the cyan, everyone. We've escaped the cyan. So in this direction, you can see um, if we go down here, you can see over here should be. Where is it? Oh, you can't quite see it, actually. Tapper North should be visible, but it's the, the Google is not... Google Earth's t terrain model isn't quite good enough to, to make the point. In any case, let's continue our journey. Um, as I've been saying, things get more... Things do get a bit more rural, a bit more scrubby, and by the time you're getting kind of... Um, you make, We're making some decent uh, progress. Let's have a look. So we've got a nice bridge here. Let's let's get the old, the, the old maps up. Uh, there we are and whiz along the railway line that looks distinctly there we are good whiz along the railway line yep, another distillery there are many distilleries quite a few of the distilleries don't actually make a single malt they just gen basically create grain whiskey which gets shipped down to um uh shipped down to leaven there's uh as we want boat a brig this is where we want to look at the railway so there we are this not only is this a fantastic road bridge the railway so they're, they're fixing the railway bridge in this picture that's nice isn't it interesting so there's a nice another pretty substantial uh is that a warren truss oh I can, I can never remember my truss bridges in any case it's a nice truss structure again spanning the uh, spanning the river 
Very nice. Uh, that's the Spey, by the way, of course. Um, ah, the railway whizzing along. So if we crossed the Spey, which really does distinguish sort of the movement from very much we've moved from the Shire, from Aberdeenshire up into Moray, which is the, the territory of the... Well, this this is the Moray Firth here, this big big old bit, the, the kind of the open crocodile mouth at the top of Scotland is the Moray Firth. And uh, and that and that's kind of gives name to this county. Uh, there we are. We've bought a brig. And we're going to continue round. Whizzing along here. Uh, so, yeah, you can see it kind of whizzing along. The, the, the railway still manages to have somewhat of a... Uh, a sort of a verdant vibe, but if we whiz on the road here, uh, it's got it's you know we've got these lovely flanking hills. It all just feels a bit more, a bit less like you're on the the east coast and a bit more like you're in northern Scotland. There's a definite shift on, when you're on the railway looking out the window. There's a definite shift from like the east coast, which is pretty flat and rolling, but pretty agricultural, um, because the, the that part this whole part of Scotland is actually has fantastic weather. Inverurie has really high sunshine amounts considering how far north it is. And it's because the Cairngorms, basically, the fern effect means that, the, or the rain shadow effect, means all the rain falls on the Cairngorms from the fact that the, 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 the wet air goes up the top, it rises up, the pressure means that it drops water, and then the, the clouds disappear before they reach uh, Inverurie. It's actually really good for uh, agriculture. Um, so you'll see lots and lots of uh, arable and, and, and a fair few dairy farms as well, but mostly arable, actually, in, um, in the northeast, which is one of the reasons why there's lots of grain for making whiskey. So, uh, we're continuing our journey northwards. Should we see another? Let's see if we can spot another little. Get a, can we have a view down at the railway? It's behind that forest, really, isn't it? But this is a tremendously long. This isn't a Roman road because the Roman we beat up the Romans once they got this far north. Um, but I wonder if I've got a nice view down at the railway from up here. It'd be nice if. Yeah, so you can see it's a big flat valley. The railway sort of cruising through the middle. Uh, yeah, very nice. I mean, if, if you want to, you know, if you like roads, the roads around here are good fun for driving, which is why so many teenagers get killed doing it. Um, yeah, so the railway continues north, very pleasant. Um, in any case, we very rapidly reach Elgin. Uh, so only, how, how many minutes is that? That's, uh, so only 20 minutes later. So there's 20 minutes of nice, kind of getting the train along here. Very nice. There's our long straight road. Uh, you can see, there we are. Oh, uh, I keep wanting to say San Bride, but it's, of course it isn't San Bride because we're in, uh, we're in Scotland, not uh, not Wales, but uh, Lanbride is here. Uh, similar Brythonic route, by the way, uh, so it's it's the same logic. So this is where there was a. There, I mean, there obviously used to be a railway station here. In fact, there are quite a few railway stations that that we've whizzed through that don't exist anymore. Um, Kennethmont was one of the ones next to Leith Hall, for example. Let's get the map up. So here we are in in Keith. Uh, is there anything interesting that we can put? Well, other than the junction of the railway whizzing up uh, in that direction. Uh, we're going to continue on. Let's, let's whiz along our railway here, the old mapping. Yeah, it's fantastic. There's uh, Orton Station, another little one, a little post office station. Uh, there we are. There's our long straight road that we were talking about a minute ago. Uh, what on earth name is that? Ordliston. Wow. Quite something. Another railway junction. I told you this place was busy with railways. This is a little... Ah, of course, this is the... the so even here, you can see the railway uh, at this point has a, is, is a terminus. It was extended uh, later, but it's quite interesting seeing the map here, where you can see it's at the, the uh, Mastodloch and Fochabers. Uh, Fochabers is still a, a terminus. Let's see. Now, compare that to... Oh, actually, that's the wrong way around. So, actually, it's not because they haven't built it out yet. It's because they demolished it. So, if I go to the six-inch... Oh, no, interesting. So, what year is this? This is... Hmm. Now, 
You can see the railway comes up. That's not the railway, it's just a river. I was positive, maybe erroneously so, that the railway continued. But maybe it never did. Maybe that's a figment of my imagination. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I was I was convinced uh, that the map disappears off the end there. You know, see this, and by this point, the rail, the entire railway is, is disused. I was under the impression that the road used the former railway bridge, but maybe I've maybe I've got that wrong. Everyone will have to do their research now. Um, uh, right, stuff it. I'm googling it. Everyone, Google Fockabers. Uh, David Shepherd asks, have they closed stations on the main line? They're in towns and villages. Yeah, very much so. It's a very common, uh, very common thing to happen. Um, was for why have all the is everyone is everyone still there? I've got a strange Google's telling me that everyone's disappeared off, uh, which can't be right. There's a weird drop off in. There's a stream being going strange. Let me know. I'm refreshing to see what happens. Uh, stream as ever is being highly reliable. Oh no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, let's find out. Fockabers station. Let's go. Here we are. So now tell tell me everyone. Uh, it's only happening in, in yeah. See, I it was situated as a terms of a branch line. Da, 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 da. Station closed. Ah, okay, interesting. So I know nothing about this. We're gonna have to let's get um, rail map online up because that's that's the way that we. Oh golly, rail map online is down. Oh, that must have been why I didn't research it earlier. Anyway, there we go. Uh, good. Uh, Wiki, uh, YouTube's been a bit weird. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna have to talk about Fockerbers at some point in the future because I've learned things. I was convinced that the, I was convinced that the the bridge that's there now was a former railway bridge, but that must be a figment of my imagination. How interesting. Uh, yeah. I, so if we go to let's go the twenty five inch. Let's go to this one actually. Yeah. Nope. Just a figment of my imagination. Well, there we go. It shows what you know. I think it's because the there's a new a new road bridge was yeah yeah to be fair looking at that that's not a railway bridge it's got a road bridge in the corner just because they built a new a new road bridge next to it it's part of the bypass going through well anyway there we go and also which you oh, this is the bypass of the bypass isn't it oh, they built that since I was see what a pointless bit of construction that is what a waste of everyone's time um anyway there we go and there oh, they built this bypass after I'd um. After I've moved out of the area, this to me seems like one of the most pointless wastes of tarmac ever. Uh, anyway, every every mile of tarmac built is a mile of tarmac wasted these days. In any case, let us return to uh, history view because we're going to continue up the line. See if there's anything else interesting. Uh, do do do. Ah, so notable that this is now being called the Highland Railway. Uh, no longer the Great North of Scotland Railway. Uh, worth noting. Uh, why might that be? Well. So if I whiz along here, you can see that if we go, sorry, if we're going back to Keith, Keith and Bucky Branch, Highland Railway, the Great North of Scotland Railway, which terminates in Keith. Oh, there we go. Some railway history for you that I'm not going to expand on. Excellent stuff. So we're continuing along our journey, the Highland Railway, and we've reached, well, actually, we've just whizzed through Landbride. There it is, there's Landbride. Uh, we're at the site of a, the last derailment we had uh, that was fatal thanks to um, star cracking of the... Uh, of a fish plate bolt hole we'll um we'll talk about that on another episode i'm sure but um yes so i think one of the episode suggestions is what well, how are we doing an hour and three minutes well this is officially when we'd be pulling it to elgin so we're not doing too badly i think um 
yeah, uh, well, well, the, the Discord uh, suggest, Patreon suggestions of episodes include one about crashes that are significant for, for the railway. Uh, I'm definitely going to do one on crashes that are significant for track because I think it's relevant and interesting to, to pick out those. In any case, we have arrived at Elgin, 54.4 miles from Inverurie, which doesn't seem that far. Um, 90 kilometres just about. 63 minutes of elapsed, just over an hour. Um, we've been averaging about 51 miles an hour on the way up the, up the railway, which isn't too bad. So we've not really dropped much speed uh, throughout. Um, and uh, yes, Elgin Station is is pretty diminutive, frankly. You can see it doesn't have one of the traditional um, station bridges. It's only got one of these uh, DDA compliant things, which is good. It's nice to have uh, nice to have lifts and, and let people actually use the railway. So I'm all for that. Uh, goodness knows where the old bridge ended up. Uh, and you can see it's been replaced by a rather mediocre looking um, station structure, which if we whiz along to so this land ride, we're going to continue along the railway. Uh, and arrive ourselves into Elgin, into this, into the former city. There's, there's Elgin, looking pretty large. The former city of Elgin. Uh, now let's whiz into Elgin. Let's have a look. There's the station building. Look at that. What a disappointment it is. Just, just dismal. Um, but you know, it's fine. It does the job. And at least it is a station building rather than a bus shelter. Uh, it probably has heating, which is nice. Um, yeah, there's the, there's the. You see, there's the nice, uh, nice. Uh, classic sort of modern ScotRail access for all bridge which I'm, I'm all for uh, yeah very nice so that's that's Elgin station but what about Elgin itself what is there in Elgin um, well in Elgin is Scribbles Scribbles is in Elgin everyone Scribbles is in Elgin does anyone in the chat know what Scribbles is uh, we're not going up to we're not going up to Fockerbers Town, Barry, because we're we're only travelling on a journey that people could make. Maybe we'll do historic ones in the future, but for now we're just doing journeys that people can make themselves. Scribbles. Station has solar panels, does it? Oh, that's quite good if it does. Remember, does, did it? Did it? Uh, I, know, I suppose it, it looks like it does. Yeah. Uh, I, I, not from the. Oh, oh, was it in the in here? Oh, yeah, it does. That's good, isn't it? Solar panels on stations. I'm all for it. I was speaking to someone for a Radio 4 thing on about um, solar panels on railway infrastructure the other day, actually. Uh, I don't know when that will appear. In any case, Scribbles. Uh, Roaming Adocrat had several excellent meals there while campaigning. Fantastic. Scribbles uh, is less professional crane easting. Well, indeed. Scribbles is brilliant. It is a, if we go back to the Google Maps, um, Scribbles Restaurant is in the centre of, here we are, let's go over to the centre of... Uh, Actually, where, it's, it's, it's not appearing. It's not appearing. Pretty sure that Scribbles is... Oh, it's been a while since I've got... Well, you know what? Let's, let's, this, is, this is what... Scribbles. Scribbles is on the high street. Ah, oh, it's up here. There we go. Marvellous. This is Scribbles. Scribbles is... Okay, I've lost it again. There it is. I can see it. I can see it, everyone. Let's go and look at Scribbles. This is the high street. And there is Scribbles. It's a fantastic pizza restaurant. And they give you crayons and you can draw on a bit of paper, which when I was a kid was amazing. I think Pizza Express and everyone does it now. But at the time, it was brilliant. Um, Sarah Noble, all she knows about Elgin is that they've been in League Two for 20 years. Uh, are they doing better or worse than the Inverie Locos? That's what I want to know. Um, so, yeah, Elgin, actually, it's a pretty grand town. Uh, lots of grand structures uh, paid for entirely by the proceeds of slavery. So, for example, I think this here is one of the original hospitals that you can see that I'm flinging myself towards at high speed here. Pretty grand. Uh, that was a bit much, wasn't it? 
there there we are so let's go over here so we can see it a bit better um pretty grand structure uh but and there are lots of grand structures in in elgin it's a really interesting place to visit uh it's a, it's a very beautiful uh former city actually very interesting little spot um let's go to the let's go into here to look at the uh, old map so you can see elgin it's already pretty substantial uh, obviously it's grown quite a bit over time particularly in the south major new house uh, kind of houses appearing uh, much to serve inverness <clears throat> but also the, the main economy was uh Lossiemouth and kinloss actually the two raf stations uh, one of which is closed uh, it was not the best um but you can see it pretty substantial bit of railway stuff here uh, i can tell you exactly what that is that's a thing to call salt for the council anyway lots of railway infrastructure uh if we can whiz back to the in fact this is this is what we want if we go to here so you can see if we go to the 25 inch douche lots and lots of railway works uh connections to the so the, the great north of scotland railway whizzing down doing other things there um the connection to so the connection up towards spay bay i think as well uh lots of various bits of, of railway stuff going on quite busy uh, lots of good sheds and actually it's still used as a if so if i whiz this over here actually it is used as a as a freight exchange i believe there's still still got some freight applications so it's a it is a used bit of uh, rail infrastructure in fact there's rail freight makes use of elgin <coughs> i believe to this day so my voice is going <coughs> so in any case uh, yeah elgin so we've reached elgin what else is there to do in elgin other than scribbles well can go and have a look at the old cathedral which is quite pleasing um so this uh yeah so this is quite a substantial you know, it's a huge cathedral wandering around it's really interesting um and the whole elgin's really pleasant and again if we get the old uh the 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 os map up let's head up to elgin cycling in and around elgin is fantastic there are lots of old cycle uh you know the, the old the, the old railways that you can use for cycling um there's there's lossy math there it is see um there is see i never got the burghead spur what actually uses it in any case that's not on our route today so we'll worry about that in the future but uh yeah lots lots of bits and pieces to to, to look at um cycling wise yeah there's the there's loads of good cycle routes you can get across to the um to the spay from elgin or keith e either way keith is quite good for connecting up to the spay but actually elgin as well lots of really good cycling connections um either from going up to the coast and then following the the railway cycle path from from garmouth and then across uh through bucky and then following it right the way most of the way around the coast actually certainly to cullen that's a fantastic cycle um we'll head up there at some point in the future maybe um but generally the cycling is just absolutely such a good part of the country for for cycling really good lots of lots of interesting terrain lots of steep hills if you want them but also lots of decent flattish um, and interesting uh, road cycling but uh, if you want to just crunch big miles really good for that sort of stuff so i can't recommend it enough so a really good way to sit to do the railways to take your bike and do a bit of an explorer and um, book your bicycle in and do your make your journey through so that is that's the trip basically um so all in all what's that 51 mile an hour average we've done just under six well just under 55 miles just over an hour oh 
It's it's the new format, folks. You asked for it. I enjoyed that actually. It was quite good. Was it? T- how how was that? Did people broadly follow the um, the chaos? Did it did it make any sense of <laughs> what was happening? We're kind of we've we've reached our destination. You know. Uh, you know. It was it was good. I enjoyed that. Um, where to next is the next one. We've got to work out who's who's going to be. Um, <laughs> Where are we going to go next? What's the next hour of, of scenic railway we're going to travel upon? Ideally, I'd do these having like filmed out the window to show you sort of what the what the journey looks like. But um, I don't have any footage out of these windows because I haven't taken a train in the northeast of Scotland for a very, very long time. Um, oh, my voice is gone, but uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, we'll be back to normal next week when we... Well, in fact, let's find out what's happening next week, shall we? Let's, uh, let's let's go back to this. Let's just whiz through here. So, thanks to the podcasting listeners. Uh, John Stone says it's not completely dis- disastrous. We'll find out how this format holds up in audio-only format. Um, uh, but, yeah, we're available at all the usual vendors. Uh, Patreon is where, to, uh, is where to support me to make more of this happen. Uh, every little helps. You, you can give me as much as you like or as little as you like a, a month and uh, you get all the same benefits, which are uh, lots of custom and sort of Patreon-only stuff on the Discord and, and on Patreon itself. Um, and also, uh, but if you don't fancy that, then you can go into PayPal and chuck money at me. I would recommend going to the Discord, garethdennis.co.uk slash Discord, where lots of things happen. Lots of technical channels where technical people are discussing technical things, but also lots of um uh, less technical discussion <laughs> to be honest which is good too um if you go into patreon that's where you get to suggest uh and discord but certainly as a patreon you get to suggest where the next episodes are going to be so if i'm going to do another one of these which I, I probably will um there are so many bits of railway to explore bits of rural railway to explore um i may well find myself on the Aberystwyth line i could be on the west highland line could be on uh on the highland main line the, the rule is only that it's an hour long and that it's got interesting things to look at. Um, I mean, scenic is is like rabbit ears because for me, any railway journey is a scenic one. There's 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 always something interesting to look at out the window. Uh, and uh, what is next week? Next week is well, what exactly? Sustainability. We have Simon. Simon is in the chat and he's joining us for the episode, uh, episode thirty six. What exactly is sustainability? Simon Zev Kendler is joining us, and it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I got the most hammed up looking sustainability stock photo I possibly could and dumped it in behind this one. But we're going to talk about sustainability because I use the word a lot, um, but people occasionally get confused about its meaning. Um, they they Often when it comes to sustainability, people think green and don't think much else. Um, but there's more to sustainability than that, and we are going to cover it in some great detail, I'm sure. Uh, Chris McKenna points out that the Victoria line is not scenic. That's... That's true to an extent, but I'd argue if you're not counting up the tiled enclave, the uh, alcoves with benches in, then uh, you know if you if you if you're not counting those, then you're you're missing out on the fun. You are missing out on the fun. Well, everyone, that has been a thing. <laughs> Some of you, I don't know to what extent that that was uh, an enjoyable compared to the normal format. Who knows? But uh, I, I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed that. It's nice to do something different. We've got like oh my goodness me, so many. So if if this is going to happen every week for the next foreseeable, then then we've got to I've got to think of other ideas. Otherwise, you know, it's going to fall flat on its face. And also, this one's potentially interesting because um, we could do them live in the train, maybe. 
Uh, or certainly I can do them with, with like having gone on the train and, and like filmed out the window and sort of show you things and pointed things. And you can have bits where I'm talking, but not live, but in a video in the power, it, the, the format could merely, it could explode into life. Who knows? In any case, um, that's been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining everyone. How lo- an hour 16. Okay. Kind of, we've kind of broken the, 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 the idea of being about commensurate with the time it takes to the train. But in any case, that was fun. Um, I will see you all. Uh, I'll see you all in a week, actually, for the next Rail Night with Simon. But in the meantime, have, an, have, a, have, a, pleasant, have a pleasant time. Uh, be good to one another. And I'll see you in the Discord for the, for the after party. Until next time, video link, a map link in the video below would be nice. Just Google Inverurian Elgin. There are a million maps in there. Um, I can put a link to the NLS mapping if, you're, if, if you don't know what the link. But again, if, just search NLS maps. NLS Geo Explorer. NLS maps, it'll all appear. In any case, uh, Goblin. Lots of people are saying Goblin. Oh, uh, maybe Goblin. <laughs> All right, Green Steve. Maybe Goblin is what we'll do. In any case, it's been a pleasure, folks. I'll see you next time. Cheerio!